0: And we're rolling. Chas, welcome to the podcast. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Everyday people, elite conversations. I like the new title. Yeah, it's better, right? Yeah. yeah All right. Right. It's way better. Right. well, how about you kick us off by telling us a little bit about the Chats, man? Well, of course, I'm called Charles, <laughs> last name Rankin. Um, I'm a coach at K-Fit. Um, is it working? Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm a coach at Kfit I started out what near two years ago now so it'll be two years in September started that down at Waterfront worked my way up into the big city and now we're in yeah in Teg so here we are and now yeah. I'm in the Mind to Muscle studio the spaceship yeah, the studio. about ripping out a podcast the spaceship, the spaceship yeah the, spaceship. the yeah.
1: so tell us about like the young jazz so we've talked we've heard about the the mature one like take us back a little bit you know school, family life? First
0: of all, how old are you now for everyone else listening? 20. Okay. Yeah, It comes as a shock <laughs> to some people.
1: I think that was a good question, actually, because every time they're like, who's that guy in your Instagram or who's that guy? I'm like, that's Chaz. How old is he? 20.
0: What? <laughs> that was Remember we bumped into my sister's yeah. in town? And then this, I actually bumped into him again later on that day and I was like, guess how old he was? Which like, I don't know, like, 25 I was like 20 fuck off (laughs) (laughs) everyone says 25 well granted my ID taped my (laughs) (laughs) Right. anyway yeah so what about like school days or even obviously skiing is a big thing we can get into so yeah I mean chronologically let's go for it my, my, my school days were just pretty average I mean nothing really stand out I did the same as everyone else so initially I was from the borders so we lived there until I don't even know I think I was 12 and then moved up to Edinburgh, went to Murky, played a bit of rugby at school. was never really that good at rugby, but just enjoyed it because Murky's quite a big rugby school. Yeah, everyone, did, everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone did it at Everyone. Everyone did it at Murky. So did that, played a bit of cricket. I was in like the fourths for cricket, so I didn't really actually get any game time. it. Um, <laughs> <kidding. laughs> it was terrible. I just got this one memory of a guy fucking running around the, whatever you call it, pitch with one of the stumps. I was like, mate, <laughs> this is the fourth to ski. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm done with cricket. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much since, I don't know, I think 10, I was probably skiing full-time. Nice. By full-time, I mean like throughout the winter. Mm-hmm. So from November until April. Um, and was that in France? Or... So it started out in France, and then it was in Italy, and then it was in Austria, just sort of moving nice. wherever. I'm guessing you're
1: with like a team and then yeah. you go wherever the team wants you.
0: Exactly. And then as I got older, so you sort of move through different teams to what's better suited. It's like going through coaches, I guess. Apart yeah, yeah, from yeah. your coach is just the like the head the head coach of a team. Okay. So then you travel with the team. Um, so is then, there, obviously, there's a hierarchy of teams. So is there like a... I mean, you'll have... It's not really like, I don't know, it's not set in stone. It's yeah. just the same as like word of mouth. It's like yeah, yeah. what team's the best. And then you've obviously got your national teams. And then your club teams. And then obviously you go with whichever club team realistically is getting the best results. Okay. So, yeah. I was, did, did anyone in your family have like a skiing history or did you just get into it yourself? Nah. If you, if you watch my family ski, you'd be massively, <laughs> massively <laughs> underwhelmed. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> so we literally just started at the Ken Gorms when I was like three. And then we joined like the ski club up there. And then went out to France for like one race, it was like the Anglo-Scottish, which is just like everyone who's Scottish over the Christmas break goes out and does it, right. did that, and then that led to the next thing, which right. was then doing, joining a team out there, and then okay, same okay. thing, you just sort of follow the progression, yeah, nice, nice. right up until the day you quit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little transition then, Yeah. when Seems. did you quit, not quit, maybe isn't the right word, when did you stop the skiing and why? When did I retire? Yeah. <laughs> I retired. At the young so, age of twenty. Years. I think I was seventeen when I retired. Um No, nah, I retired but I stopped skiing when the first year COVID happened. Yeah. So we were all out in Austria and we we're all thinking it's like COVID was just this thing on TikTok in China. Yeah. And you're like, i will never come over. And then we were doing we were at the English champs in Bormio and i was really really ill like really aggressively ill and me and my mate we were just floored and i was like this is weird but didn't, not, think, not cool. didn't, didn't think anything cool. of it right and i was like ah whatever tried to ski like couldn't breathe i was, I was like <laughs> so gone, definitely, right? you know? and then we we left we went back home and then a week later we get an email from the organizers of the race like yeah. the valley's been shut down there's Tons of cases of COVID, like it's in Italy and it's hammering Italy. Oh fuck it Italy was the one that got like the yeah. first place yeah. in Europe. <laughs> I was just sat there in bed at home, like I've never got it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> we can hear roommates going, like, "You not, are, the, <laughs> do not, open this, your you are, the super not, spread. me." Um, so yeah, then obviously COVID happened, and then travel and everything like that became a bit harder. Everything got cancelled, pretty much through anything anyone did. So then we were back home, and I was kind of just like, well, where do I want to go from here? Because mm. it wasn't looking like it was going to go any into, anytime soon. So I'd already had my PT qualification from okay. the year before I stopped skiing. And well, why did you do that? Because I left school after I did my GCSEs. Okay. And initially I went to Edinburgh College to do, like, some to, like, some course yeah, instead yeah, of an A-level, yeah. so I could then go into uni to do some form and of like sport. bridging the gap. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I'll do this and then I was like ah I don't like it so I left it was pretty much just P.E. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, with, okay. oh, I was like nah I'm not doing this again so I left stopped that and I was like I want to do something so when I turned 18 did my PT level 3 just to do something yeah and then I think it was yeah at the end of that year COVID happened and I was like nice at least I've got something that like so I, I can try and develop on yeah. as opposed to just sitting sit there and then yeah lockdown kind of went through and then we got I don't even know how the K-Fit thing came around. I think it was the guy I did my course with put me in contact with Pete oh, yeah, yeah. and then it was myself, Kerry and Meg all sort of went down and then started doing the shadowing stuff and then out of the back of lockdown then joined at Warfront. Official K-Fit coach. Exactly. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. In the mothership. <laughs> years on. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty smooth transition. I mean, like yeah. I would have wanted to keep going. But then I was like, why do I want to keep going? Yeah. I think it turned more into like a social thing. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, I'd, I'd mentally kind of like clocked out. So I can't remember when it was, I think it was 2019. I went to the Youth Olympics and like that was my big goal. Mm-hmm. Ever since I got into like the senior side mm-hmm. of it, as in under 16 or above, I was like, I want to do that. So I worked really hard for like a year and a half to do that. Mm-hmm. Did it and I was like, sweet. I'm like I'm rolling. And then I've done it, yeah. um, and then off the back of that, kind of lost a bit of focus and was just doing it for doing it and enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. And then I think it, <laughs> it took me to sit down and realize like I don't want to do this anymore. To realize I was like I wasn't trying. Yeah, yeah. So it was like almost like the last season I was just riding it out, and I was like it's pointless to go again just to have a crack and see what happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe COVID was like a blessing in disguise so I always think of COVID as a blessing in disguise because I'm like it was a seamless opportunity and everyone's like oh my business suffered a lot in COVID like you must have really struggled through COVID and I'm like nah I went from making no money to making like 200 quid a month of selling online programs I was like to <laughs> me that was well, yeah, that yeah. was sick I was like I've gone from nothing to everything Yeah. <laughs> so from like in a way I was starting at like I bought low and I'm selling high, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I came in at like the industry's lowest and then literally just built on that and it wasn't like I had to adapt my business to it because yeah. my business started in it, Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. so that's why I think now I have a bit more of an online presence because mm. I started it online, like sure I had a couple yeah. in-person clients but like it was two or three down at waterfront but then we were going in and out of lockdown so they were really just online with the occasional face to face so the basis were online and it's kind of actually stood like that yeah so realistically I was I'm just a I'm like Blair I'm an online coach (laughs) but I do do in person every so often (laughs) I think it's funny that a lot of people said like that kind of stuff over lockdown We're like oh man lockdown was so hard and it obviously was for a lot of people thought to discount that but like I feel like for our industry it it really wasn't. It was sick. Like, again, like, if, if you were solely... If you went into it before COVID happened and all you did was one-to-one, then, okay, you've been a bit of a shitstorm to begin with. But even saying that, that's that, that was me. And then you have to shift and, like, pull your finger out and do something about it. I think it separates the field between, like, who wants to do PT because it's easy. Like, you can make 50 quid an hour. It's like, whatever, sweet, that's 50 quid. Yeah. And then it actually separates the people that want to make a good career out of what they're doing because... Yeah. You want to do well at something, you're not just going to sit back and be like, Well, that's that. I'll see you guys in six months when it restarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then you get that clear separation between who tries and then out the back of lockdown, you've got these people with boatloads of clients mm. because they've been active and then you just see their business grow. And it's like, Well, they're obviously good at what they do because yeah, yeah. they're better than they were before. I think it also pays like
1: testament to you though, because they've stuck with you through probably the hardest time of their life. Mm. and then we've come at the other side and they're still with you so like it just
0: it it does show like that it speaks volumes Mm. yeah that's pretty cool to see I mean I came in at a pretty good time I mean I think I came in and all I had was people around me that I looked up to so I came in obviously it was like you, Muz and like the core group of KFIT coaches initially or what I would class as the core group so then I had all this free time like programming for two or three people doesn't take long <laughs> so i was sat at home and i was like i have so much time yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. all i can do is learn because yeah. then i was like i want to hit the ground running when we come out with this because yeah, then we're yeah, going yeah. into christmas and i was like that's a really good time for me to get clients yeah so then i'd i think it was yeah it was still on lockdown i did my level four s and c oh yeah and because i wasn't doing anything else yeah, i think you, i literally that's when you, got, you got into olympic well you know yeah. you'd obviously done a bit of the, yeah. But yeah and i was like because I wasn't paying any rent or anything, I was still living at home. I didn't pay rent to KFit because I wasn't in there coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything I would make, I was like, sweet. I'll now just reinvest it in me, and then hopefully I can make a bit more when we actually. Yeah. I'd almost viewed it as like my career's not started. I've just got a few people, yeah, like testing what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was um, like a trial of like. Yeah, exactly. Thing. I was like, do I am I any good at this? And I was like, yeah, it will do. And then here we are. Yeah, I remember that like in those lockdowns because. You you were Charles then. Where now you're Charles Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, boy, you avoided know, me. a No, no, not even like you're a boy, Like just like you like took you like warmed up to everything, and then like as your confidence grew, you came out more of your shell. And then I remember also watching like your stories and stuff of your Olympic. I remember thinking, fuck me, this kid's strong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know this. <laughs> I remember one time we were in this like so we built this like shed. So we moved house. We had this shed my grandpa had like renovated it and it literally just had a platform and a barbell in it I think at the time Was your grandpa doing like cleans in that? Nah nah, nah, (laughs) nah, nah, nah. He was a joiner He just literally built the shed and um I think at the time my clean PB was like 100 or something and I was like all I had to do was lift like my routine in lockdown was terrible I'd wake up I'd, I'd wake up at 10 play Xbox until about 2 graze as I was playing go out at 2 until 4 and just clean and back and then I would just do the same thing again and again and again and I was like I remember one day I genuinely PB'd my clean by like 30 kilos I was like, this is awesome I was like I'm found the groove I thought it us <laughs> <laughs> all um, you need to do is clean and squat every, every day. day this fitness this thing's awesome supplemented with Xbox uh, yeah. um, <laughs> but, were, you, were you into Warzone oh I'm yeah, yeah. Warzone but not anymore I've come out the back of it I'm like I've. I've, so I've when did you find much? the time for all this development you were chatting about earlier <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was between 11 and 1am <laughs> that was my rest time for my eyes <laughs> um but nah lockdown was cool yeah but it was just a good time to start i yeah, think if true. i'd gone into it like say a couple months before and starting business i'd have probably been crippled by it because yeah. i'd have just built up i'd have been yeah. like oh when's the end of this yeah
1: but but you built up in the hardest time yeah, yeah exactly. exactly so you got right you got now
0: it's like i could lose a client and like while well, i like having clients i could care less yeah like yeah. if someone leaves me i'm like well Nice. No, like, so it just like it, it is what it is, and then yeah. you can just see it as like this opportunity to develop with your time. But if yeah. that happened
1: during COVID. You'd be like, oh, if that no, happened, no. yeah. And if you didn't Cause go then into there's it, not yeah. that opportunity that there is now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you've got so much opportunity for one to one, and yeah, like realistically, well, if you're well. if you're just if you're proactive with it, like if I want to work 30 hours in a week, I'll find people you and I'll work 30 yeah. hours a week because yeah. everyone's got a friend, everyone's got a family member, but it's just like trying to narrow down who you coach and what you enjoy doing and yeah, yeah, yeah. just go from I there. I think that, that's, I was chatting, saying the same thing to someone else recently about like clients and like, whether it's in person or online, it's almost like, it, and I think it's like one of the benefits of our job, I don't know, we kind of all do the same thing, but like, I've always, the reason why I like doing PT and when I started was because I liked the idea of like, if I want more, I can I go can and get more, more. Yeah. and like, I can go look for it. And okay, like you have to put in the effort and it takes time, energy, you sometimes even money to go out and get more people but mm-hmm. it's like I look at some you know like what I was doing before and it's like if I needed more money in one Is month there, like I, I can't, I couldn't do anything I just get paid the same yeah. and then like maybe I can like sell some shit but whereas like what we do we have the opportunity to then like try and get more more business and help more people and ultimately then like you know I was actually grow this, our business yeah I was
1: having this conversation today so like I've got a new job and it's a fixed salary, but, but you can still do. I, so I got can, got I can your own, still yeah. do my online. Yeah. So it's like it's how much do I want it? So I could easily sit on that salary and be like, yes, yeah, this, this is all right. But I actually want to push myself. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. You're selling so I like, say, the selling buffer product. zone. Yeah. yeah. And you're selling yeah. a similar product. And this, as Blair said, like you can get an accountant. They can't really sell anything like product wise yeah, like, yeah. with their actual job. So if they were to go and chase someone, it'd be something different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, would the motivation be there to sell it? Probably not.
0: Yeah. You know, if you've I, got the buffer already, and if it's a big enough one, because exactly. like, obviously some people don't need the extra stuff. Exactly. So that, cool. that ties in with Big TA's question. I was going to say, yeah, is yeah, it yeah, yeah. is coaching? I guess we go around. We go around the three of us. Is coaching a passion project or is it a genuine career for you? Excuse me. roll with it.
1: <laughs> um, I would. Say, yeah, it's a passion. It's that I love coaching because. Um, I mean I was like you I retired at a young age from sport. Um, <laughs> hung up the boots early but yeah I I kind of stopped all sport and I was just injured the whole time and it got me to the point where I just enjoyed seeing the coaches like different coaches I mean I've seen them in all over the world and it gave me the opportunity to be like you know what I just kind of want to give that a crack yes it was in sport it wasn't you know in that personal training uh, environment but I just love seeing people get better and it started off I used to I still do it actually uh, I coach every summer at a like, rugby camp at Watson's mm. and I actually enjoy that because speaking or coaching to an adult is completely different coaching to a kid I don't yeah. to do it with kids oh, I know. I, know. I, know. So, I tell yeah. you what see after that week I am burst why are you crying <laughs> <laughs> it's only 200 kilos <laughs> lift it up so like I mean, it's different, but at the same time, like I do, it's just I get a lot of fulfillment it. Yeah, it, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I would say to answer the question, it is a passion, um, and I just I don't really want to you know project too far in the future. I'm not one for that. I'd, I'd rather take like year by year. Um, Fair, but yeah, yeah Fair. hopefully I'm giving a good yeah. oh, that's that's awesome. all a, a round. Yeah, lovely, smooth answer. Then,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Chasman I would say I'm in a fortunate position where my passion project can be my career. Like like you said, it's like, well, you enjoy doing it, hence why you do it. You're not going to be like, oh, I hate fitness and training. I'm going to no. be a PT. Well, do you
1: see this as, obviously you see it as a job. You know, it'd be silly not to say that, but do you actually see it as like, is it a burden to come into work and be like, Christ, I need to
0: coach? Probably not, is it? Nah, like sometimes time. you wake up in the morning like oh yeah. god yeah, this is aggr- like this is aggressively early but then you get in and it's like this is actually like I enjoy it yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm not sat down punching keys I'm just like I'm just punching the air <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> one more round punching keys um, punching the air not keys <laughs> uh, yeah. nah it's good but then it's like well your passion project then enables you to sort of pursue other things because yeah, yeah I don't know I think it's good you're in a fortunate position that you're for your passion passionate opens up a lot of opportunities eh Mm. like For sure. meeting people it's got, although it's
1: a very saturated market it's really not because let's yeah, medial, people think about how many it. think
0: about how many people you have in Edinburgh right this is the thing it's like see if someone takes your client right and people get upset by that yeah. like oh that was my client first what's happening like shut up like, yeah. you you could stand at the corner of Wellington right and you could watch a thousand people go past you yeah, 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 in the space yeah. of 20 for, minutes for, for a reference as a coffee shop in Edinburgh yeah, yeah. In the <laughs> not, not, not a, a Wellington boot <laughs> <laughs> you, you could watch thousands of people go past you and you're telling me that there's not 5% of those people that yeah. aren't like happy like, like yeah. people want to develop they just yeah. don't know you're there so stop flapping over the one and just yeah. Do thing is, I think as well like, when you think of it like that your capacity as a coach like forget forget in person like if you're doing only online and either way you're max really if you're going to give like the people you're working with it it depends on what your level of service is right but like Mm. for what i'm doing anyway i feel like when i hit like 40 between 40 and 50 it's like that's all i can do so Mm. really like i've never had 50 people so i can't like say that for context but like you know what i mean it's almost like if you can't if you but like, I know there's 50 people out there that would do it, and it's about like finding finding those people. It's and, like it's just streamlining and <clears throat> filtering. The I think when you wanted. pass when you pass that number that you're happy with, that when it that's when it changes from a passion to a job. Yeah. yeah and you're like, oh my, yeah, you're definitely. sat down and you're looking at 60 people and you're <laughs> like, <laughs> this is 450 words. sessions. Like, ah. <laughs> 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 and then you're punching keys. From well, that, yeah. That, <laughs> and you're punching that, keys and that, nowhere. That's, that's, a, that's a good point though. Right? Yeah,
1: like you'll know everyone's number is different because we're all in different like parts yeah. within the same kind of pyramid, but yeah, you're right. Stay tuned to When, when it start. does get to that certain number, you'll know it. We all know that number. For yeah, me, yeah, I know yeah, that number, yeah, it's yeah, different yeah. to you. Yeah. It's obviously outside factors, but it's just when that quality drops, like yeah. I feel guilty. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah
0: when my quality drops, I cannot physically feel mm. okay giving out yeah. my... I think that is where like other things come in play though, like other systems that you can't have that mean that you have more time to then work on the things that you need to do. So like less time doing like invoicing, for example, then if yeah. that just happens, then it's like, right, sorted. And then you have more time to do the stuff that you, like the programming, the stuff that you need to do. But yeah, anyway. So, yeah. I, then, I, I liked your answer. Like it's a passion project. Then you get past that number, it's a job, but I still think like it's definitely it's a career, isn't it? Yeah, like, and I think I'm the same boat. Like, I see it as a career, and I think for me, like, because I worked in a corporate job and I did that for a year, and similar to you with skiing, even I remember sitting at the desk and I'm like, This is like, I'm not in this anymore. And I'm, I always have the same memory. It was like, I studied for the accountancy exams, and I used to always be able to force myself and sit down to like revise mm. and go over things at uni like didn't like it but you just do not it to get done, didn't Um it. but those ones <laughs> I remember I was like there was just nothing I'd rather not be yeah. doing mm. that I would do before this or whatever so I failed them <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like what else do I do <laughs> alright I'll be a PT
1: <laughs> just for context like, there's, no, there's no way I can fail the PT course <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You get, yeah. paid, you get paid to pass yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah
0: and then here we are but yeah I think that was, that was some solid some solid conversations that was good content I reckon the, ne- the next thing we want to know about you Chaz then is like what in terms of your own fitness and training now like where where did that kind of well I guess we know where it comes from but where do you see it going as well so start, from, start from where it came from I think I think it comes from <laughs> like I don't know it's like It's the same as anyone, eh? If you're an active family, you have active parents, you do a lot when you're younger. Yeah. Like, when we were younger, it was always a challenge. I was like, see if you're walking up a hill. Like, I've walked more, like, Munro's than I think I've had hot meals. Like, (laughs) I genuinely, like, it used to be the thing. It's like, you look up the time, and it's like, okay, it says it's going to take three hours to do this. And my mum and dad would be like, nah. It's going to take you an hour and a half. And you're, like, five years old, just fucking pegging it (laughs) up the hill. And then it's like, you get competitive with literally no one. (laughs) Like that just carries on through, so it's like I got into the like, like fitness and stuff, literally starting from that, and then obviously it goes through skiing, and then when we started doing S&C with skiing, I mean, we didn't really start doing SNC. we were in this like bookie gym in Chavinia or something, and next to, Where's that? In like opposite Zermatt, oh, so right. the other side of Zermatt in Switzerland, and they had, next to the dining room, there was this like easy bar, with one of those you know those like bench press racks but they're really narrow so so they had this bar this easy bar and we were like right who can bench the most and we're like I don't know really young stupidly young to be doing this ben, and having, for none of us have never really been in the gym <laughs> <laughs> we like I oh, will do it why is bed press the first thing that everyone does it's primal <laughs> it's, it's coded in you if you're a man <laughs> <laughs> um, so we started doing that and then obviously we all got really hard at doing it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a year later we got I got introduced to the Institute of Sport for Scotland through skiing so they sponsored us to go through and so you had physios and the okay. SNC guys and like it was at Harriet Watt, and so the Orium, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then it was at that point I was like, right I enjoy doing fitness much more than I do skiing. Yeah. yeah. So when I was skiing, I wouldn't really care about what I was doing on the hill. All I would care like yeah. I would stop at five runs in the day yeah. to save energy for three by three back squats in the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> you get Genuinely, more excited like, like that. I was like, yeah. I can't wait to go in the gym. <laughs> um, and then Was there a certain person that so, influenced that or was it just you, like you it was I'd say, was, say like <clears throat> honestly the biggest influence from my competitive side is my dad really whatever I did he wanted me to compete in really? I did horse riding I did swimming <laughs> I then went to like a swimming team I then nice. would go to like Scottish schools and like everything I played the freaking piano I played the violin I played the drums I it than- <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally did everything and whatever i do it was like Oh, he's really good at this, let's try and get him to be and was like, he, competitive.
1: And we see like try everything. Try everything and then, and then see what you good do. Like, yeah. And I think
0: it's like a it it I don't know, it shows that because skiing's not a cheap sport. Yeah. It's yeah. always like, Oh, you're really privileged to ski. It's like, nah, not really. I was put into it and then I enjoyed it so I was given the opportunity to do it like yes it's a privilege but that's what I was good at so that's why I was and I I was able to pursue it which is cool but it would be the same as if I was a footballer or I really enjoyed kicking a ball around it's like right what can we do to do this but it sounds like you're saying as well like it's a privilege to do it but it's like your parents probably sacrificed yeah like, it wasn't like I was you, doing it it wasn't like yeah. I was doing it as a complete bozo and yeah, just like yeah, 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 oh I'm going to go skiing this winter with my mates like, nah I was doing it yeah 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 and then see the good yeah. thing from that
1: though like you do exactly
0: the same for your kid yeah you, exactly you, you would give him all the opportunity and be like but, and then yeah like when I was when I was younger we even had like in the spare room in the house we had a pull up bar and between my honestly <laughs> between myself and my dad it was like right who can get to 10 pull ups first and the whole time I swear to god he could do 10 pull ups but he'd stop at 9 and I was just like I'm going to get 10 (laughs) honestly like my like as the years went by I would just do pull ups push ups and I had when we moved to the like a flat I had this dumbbell in my room and a a thin mirror on the wall and like Mondays I would do like push ups and sit ups. Tuesdays, I would yeah. do curls until exhaustion. Like, if you look at me, pictures of me when I was like 12, was 13 I, had, I was like really small, but like just like normally quite small, but in bigger arms, <laughs> <laughs> bigger arms, and chest, just from push-ups and shit. And then, so yeah, I got quite competitive just because it was like instilled in me in like yeah, a healthy yeah, manner. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because I fe- again I feel like whenever like when I first met you and like well, when so, we when all first met you and then. When like when you got more comfortable in cave fit and it, I feel like it was when we all said we're gonna do turf oh, last summer. For me, I was like, and I remember like I remember Murray, I remember Murray messaged me and I was like walking back to the flat and he was like, are you in for turf? Me, you, Charles, Jay, and Jordan. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. but I saw the team. And then that's when I was like, fuck, Charles is super competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first training session we did. I'd never been on a salt bike in my life. We were down at waterfront. It was like. You, Marade, Muzz, like just the full gang and like everyone was there. And I was with I was in a team with who was I in a team with? Oh, that was, I, my, was it, that was my birthday workout. Your birthday workout. Yeah, 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 and I was in a team with Katie and like I don't even know who else. But just two girls yeah. and they're like midgets and I was on the bike and I was riding a seat on like seat height one and I would look over <laughs> and, and I would see table. you guys like three rounds ahead of me I was like this is bullshit <laughs> and, <laughs> and the competitiveness and, is- and it was literally from that I was like damn these guys are good and I was like I'm never doing a workout again like that with them and not being on their level and that was like all my focus was around I was like do you reckon, reckon there was a switch like that I mean to a certain like I have so I'd have switches for anything I did. See if I went yeah. and played golf with you all, yeah. and I was terrible at golf, and <laughs> yeah. that was the crit. I'm, like, I'm going to get really good at golf. But it was just like what I really like about fitness is like it's so controllable. Yeah. Before, if yeah, you yeah, ski and yeah, yeah, you yeah. go down 60th on the course, yeah. it's a completely different race. Like yeah. the clouds could come in, the course could be fucked, yeah. and all of a sudden, the four weeks of training you've done to get to this point yeah. is out the window because yeah. you've like I don't know your skis popped off. But in fitness, it's like. There's no weather conditions at the bottom of the ground when you're both on a rower. That's just who's road more. And I think I get pretty sweaty, I don't know. It's pretty wet down there. But I'm like, it's so it's so in your own like control. And I like that. It's the same as like you just go in the gym every day and you can just see down the line, you're like, I'm gonna be so good. Yeah. But it's it's almost like it comes back to then like what, even what we said about work it's like it's down to you there's mm. not as many external factors it's like what you put in yeah
1: I suppose like with skiing just you as well mm. including those you know like some factors like as you, you know go down a race yeah. and, you know, the course the weather but fitness it, it is just you it, it is like, literally saying, like, like, it is you
0: the person like it could be a sunny day or it could be a rainy day but if I've squatted for a year and you haven't squatted. I'm squatting more than you every day of the week, whether yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. sun. Or like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, um, I just think that's so cool. And yeah, I don't know. That's sometimes why initially at the start I really struggled to sympathise for clients. Like, oh, I can't do it. I was like, yeah. you're just pussies. Like, genuinely, I was just like, there's no because you're around. Like you're in a high performance environment for yeah, such yeah, a long yeah, period yeah. of your life, and you you only see one thing. Well, and those and
1: people, those people get kicked
0: out if they do that. Yeah, and it's like, like and it's like, oh, like, I couldn't do this. It's like, why? Yeah. it's like you clearly don't want it yeah. but then it's like you obviously then I realised sure. people, people work and people have life stresses <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And then that was when things started to pick up for me because I, was, <laughs> I wasn't being a dick anymore um, but yeah I think it's cool to have total control over what you do Yeah. which again ties in with being self-employed it's like it's good to control what you do and yeah, yeah, the lows yeah. are low but the highs are really high so yeah exactly same thing. so then moving on from that like just the next phase of it where where, like where do you see yourself going with like because I remember I asked you once before um we were in Black Sheep I was like are you like coaching right now to just supplement what you want to do like in terms of competing and fitness and like CrossFit or are you just doing them both in line or are you just doing CrossFit on the side as long as well as coaching and then you told me at the time you're like nah I want to compete for sure and I want to do this so where where is that now I'm still in the same headspace Like a lot of people yeah. will bash it they're like oh you got to be a coach first an athlete second it's like well to a certain extent yes but to a certain extent no mm-hmm. like I'm a strong believer like, I'm young like, I'm a strong believer yeah. in if I'm really fucking good people are going to want to be coached by me yeah, yeah, like yeah. Matt Fraser spent his whole career being Matt Fraser yeah. now he's coaching yeah. who doesn't want to be coached by Matt <laughs> Fraser like yeah exactly it's It's, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like well I don't know and there was a period of time where I think it was when I'd like hurt my knee and I was like oh I can't be arsed and then I focused on more on the business side because I was like yeah. I can give 100% of my effort to that mm-hmm. got my client base up a bit and I was like nice sweet and I'll just kind of bring that back into line and now I'll focus more on what I'm doing for myself again mm-hmm. I, I don't know I see I think it's the same with you boys when you perform well doing what you do especially appealing to your your niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. who doesn't want to be coached by the guy that's doing well and actually competitive actually competitive in these competitions? Yeah. Um, some people. It, it, it comes <clears> into <throat> the niche though. Like, yeah, as like you said, like who doesn't want to be
1: coached by you? You like, actually yeah. go into that. Like, it comes to a certain person that. Yeah,
0: like a Gen Pop hairdresser doesn't really care if yeah, we yeah. come first at turf yeah, Games. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if you're doing your, if you're but delivering if that, your business yeah. well that's going to attract them. But <laughs> yeah. if I want to attract people who want to do turf, yeah, yeah. which quite a lot of people do, yeah. as a byproduct of my hard work, I also then get more yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An
1: aspiring everyday athlete in, the, in that category, so that's the, for context, that's the one below elite for anyone that doesn't understand. They will look up and go, who's done well at turf or like who's performed the best and be like, right, are they a coach? And then go from there because yeah. they have, remember we spoke about it, yeah, yeah. they've walked the walk. Yeah. That's the, it comes down to that they yeah. want the what, you know they they must have some sort
0: of know how yeah well yeah. it's you can say the same for like so many different things though as well right it's almost like the same reason why like you probably signed up with Harvey Lawton to do his stuff and, well you as well I've right because like, you both like saw him and like right he obviously is like super class at what he does he knows his stuff They're, like he showed what he's done not just fitness and um like knowledge but then you guys have done it same reason I signed up with like Matt in the first place it's like so it, I feel like what we've said can be applied so many like, across the board yeah yeah you see someone doing well in their field and you're like I if want to like, like I knew nothing about board. I knew nothing about Harvey's course yeah. apart from watching his stuff and listening to him talk on stories I'm like this guy's clued up and, then, and you see the, the stuff that he's getting people doing you're like I want in on that yeah. and since you go in on it you're like oh man this is really good value this is like as you said same with yeah. you wouldn't go to a financial advisor who rocks up to your first meeting in a three wheeler of course <laughs> you're going to be like listen mate you're a bit bougie. I'm, I'm not doing this <laughs> I'm going to go to the guy with a Rolls Royce yeah I was going to make a joke about Jay there so if he's managing the money imagine uh, <laughs> that's um, the thing like,
1: you taught me about Harvey you know, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, and it's like I saw Harvey, but I didn't want to, you know, go into it straight away because I wanted that second opinion, and someone obviously ch- I ch- trust Charles's opinion on most things when it comes down to fitness. So that conversation came. But you right? not trust his opinion? No, I that's not. a <laughs> question. I don't trust the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, that's how that happened,
0: and like it has, <laughs> it's developed us. I thought that thing from Love Island last night. Kiss the most trustworthy, blow a kiss at the least trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> for reference, Marcus and Blair are not kissing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching on the YouTube. You <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah. Live stream coming soon. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah. So, the next step for you, if we come back to it, is is what? Is, is it competing nationally? Is it competing, you know... Um, over the world in competitions, what is it? What does that look like? Because at the moment, you you're doing turf, and um, you're doing national fitness games, which are you know up there with some of the best competitions in the UK. But it's not really crossfit. It's like the level below yeah. it. It's level yeah. I don't so, know. So what is that next? It to sounds that?
0: really cringeworthy, but like recently, I'm trying to just think be better than I was the other week. Yeah. Like right, like I could get really fixated. Like the same with anyone, like if you do something, you want to do it really well. Yeah. But it's really easy to fixate on like the long term, be like, I wanna do this. Like I'm only thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But as time has shown When I do that, I just get injured. Because all I want to do is make really fast progress right now. And then it's just, what are you doing? That's what you tell your clients. Exactly. And it's like, if I listened to me, I would be really good. But I don't. (laughs) So it's like, I just need to try and think, like, week on week, just be better than I was the last week. And then if something comes up, be in a position where I'm injury-free and I can do it. I'm not really speaking from a very good position. Because, as I said, I always just think, like ah screw it I can do it it will be fine yeah um but I'm trying to I'm trying to mature in that sense but yeah wow. nice and yeah. is it and, and is it CrossFit though is that like it'd be fun to do like I enjoy training that sort of way yeah um but it's just hard to like it it's not like oh, I I'm only gonna do wads now I was yeah, like yeah, I enjoy yeah, my yeah, training yeah. for my training and I'll do capacity and mix my mix model pieces and then hopefully that gets me in a position to to do it and i'm not a complete crossfit sort of i don't know worshiper like i'm not gonna look at Blas and be like ha ha you need functional fitness <laughs> you like I, everyone functional. everyone trains i walk in my hands bitch. And like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like everyone like everyone's training for the same reason and you're always going to aspire to do like the next level of stuff and if yeah, that's yeah. crossfit and that is yeah. but right so, now we're doing tariff and tariff yeah. is the highest you can do in functional fitness i think so in it's like uk yeah for sure. it would be cool to do crossfit and then show the people that think oh you you guys just do functional fitness it's like no nah, i'm actually better than you at crossfit <laughs> <laughs> but i now- feel like people go through evolution or something like unless you're like full-on like you want to go like step on stage and be like bodybuilding and stuff but like yeah i feel like a lot of people go through the same evol- evolution of fitness where like just like what you said you just train especially guys just train arms and chest in the gym when you're like 16, 17 and then you're like pretty much just train for like aesthetics and like vanity and want to look good and like and then you realise like oh there's more to to this yeah Yeah. and then but then it's like you move maybe into like functional fitness and you like start doing like dumbbell snatches for the first time and like your first time you touch a skier and you're like shit this is quite fun it's quite different it's new and it's like now you've like opened this door and it's almost like when you do that with functional fitness crossfits the next door because then yeah. it's like, oh now I need to fucking learn how to walk on my hands. It's just know, a lot to up. it. And it's, it's like, like, like wherever you get to there's like new levels, new devils. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Right, you like you can follow the same progression, but there's just so many different ways of doing it. Yeah. Whereas if you powerlift, like, again yeah. I'm not a power lifter, so I wouldn't really know, but it comes across as like you'll hit your compounds, you'll rinse those compounds, or it's like Olympic lifting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you rinse your cleans, you rinse your squats, like you can progress through that nothing's really changing yeah. whereas if I want to improve my shoulder capacity I'm going to do more like overhead work I'm going to do more dumbbell work but yeah. there's also I can do handstand walks. I can do handstand yeah. push-ups like there's so much that fits into that racket yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. you're not gonna get bored and feel like oh, I can't be asked to this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's easy to go long. yeah, it's, all, yeah, it's s- almost like it's harder to like really dial in in like powerlifting, Olympic lifting, bodybuilding, that kind of stuff. It's just rinse and repeat. that yeah. you've because got to be you're just really doing the same like, thing. Yeah, 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 I think with that, you've got to be so strict with yourself, super like, dedicated. Yeah, I think as well. Like, let's be honest, it's for enjoyment. You're doing it with your like some of your best pals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll right. compete. You'll compete two days in like every three months. <laughs> what? Like if you're not enjoying the three months to the build up to those two days, <laughs> <laughs> there's not much point it's doing it. it. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah like competing is just a byproduct of enjoying your training, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Nice. I think that's a pretty pretty good place to wrap up. Pretty savage old number. Pretty savage. Chaz, where can people find you? People can find me on the streets of Edinburgh. <laughs> they can find me at Rag & Bone. They can find me at T E G. Uh, and you can also find me on Instagram at charles underscore kfit nice awesome well thanks for listening yeah let's have a little little sign out tune alright you give us one thanks for listening to Everyday People Elite Conversations with Blair Marcus (laughs) and (laughs) Charles until next time peace (laughs)